Hey, Mark, fake banter for the intro. That's all I know how to do. Great. Good to be here. Welcome to Tuesdays with... Stories. Hit her in the face with a surfboard. And then the duck fell out of his bag. <laughs> Surf's up. And she didn't even flush. Knock, knock. Who's there? Mark Norman and Joe Les. Yeah! This is Tuesdays with Stories, everybody. No, that's terrible. This is supposed to be cheesy. My radio is spitting at me. Keep them doggies rolling. Rawhide. Is that, that it? Is the that the start? That, that, oh, wasn't that was the start. the start. But it should have been. It wasn't bad. All right, Damn that's it. the start. Fuck it. Let's right. call that the start. I was watching Curb the other day, and he walks in with his Chinese takeout, and he goes, keep them doggies rolling, rawhide. And I was like, "Who? what show does this? That's the why it's such a great show, because he can just do whatever he wants. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many great moments like that. How about the guy, Mike Pond? Oh, Did you see that? It. Killing I it. mean, he made a video of you as Jerry, me as Larry from the show. It looks dead on. It's amazing. Yeah, I put it on the, the Twitter. Go check it out, folks. You gays out there. This guy is killing the promo. I, I don't even ask him to do it. He's having a good time. He's jerking off himself. Mike Pond comedy. Yes. I assume he's a comedian. He is. He is. Cool um, cat. Oh, you know him. I've met him at shows. I think he's a Jersey queef, and uh, he's come out to a couple shows. I think he's driven me to some shows. He's a good good kid. Good shit. Well, he's a hell of a uh, photo shopper. Oh, yeah. He can shop around. He's a secret shopper. Remember those? Yeah. I mean, I dealt with him at Sears and FYE, the whole thing. I was in retail quite a bit, and I had a lot of secret shop. It was like this thing. It, it always makes me sad to look back. I had a manager at FYE for your entertainment, formerly mm. Record Town, mm. and she was a big, uh, big, heavy lady, sweet as pie. I can't remember her name. I mean, this is 20 years ago. She liked pie. More than 20. Oh, yeah, 20 years ago, I guess. Less than 20 years ago. But she, um, she would always get so anxious because the regional manager was coming, and you know, she yes. had the same uniform on as me, and it was all tucked and disheveled, and she was like... Brett Michaels is coming down. He's coming in, and he's got yeah. he's got a, he's got a suit. And oh, oh my god! And we had to shuffle and make sure you alphabetize. And yeah. I remember being twenty years old and, and drunk and starting comedy and just being like, "Oh, this poor lady is I just know. being ruled by a regional manager who probably makes you know twelve bucks an hour himself." Yep, yep. What a way to live. And and it's like it's like those sitcom, those old tropes, like the health inspector's coming. Batten down the hatches, you know, like sweep that up, clean that counter, you know, cut, quit jizzing on the tree. It was all, you remember you had to like shut everything down and clean it all up. But I remember them, they would bring in us, the, the high school employees or, or whatever, just out of high school. And we're making 875, like literally that's actually the what we're making. And they'd pull us in and everyone take a knee and give a speech. Yeah. And the whole yeah. time you're like, Kaepernick. I don't give a shit. <laughs> what do I care? Yeah, exactly. I'm trying to get laid. I'm trying to get drunk. I'm trying to go to this Bob's big party this weekend. But I get it. You had to... I mean, I appreciate people that whatever job they have, they're like, this is my job and I, I care. And I you don't want to get, get fired or whatever. But I definitely remember thinking, boy, that's a bummer to be really nervous about a regional manager of a CD store coming. Yeah. And then some cum stain comes in with a white glove. Remember that? And he would, you know, run his finger along something and go, hmm, that's a lot of, <laughs> that's a lot of diarrhea or whatever it was. But, <laughs> but I, I agree with you about the, uh, if you're going to have a job, just do it well. Like, 
even the biggest fuck up as I am, even when I worked as a mover or a janitor, if somebody was like, you fucked this up, I would still feel horrible. Yeah, but I remember also there was a guy that worked there and he was, I guess he was a manager too, but he would yell at me and we ended up becoming friendly because he was like a, a tyrant. He was like mm. the mean guy. And uh, I remember him saying, you know, what are you, what are you doing? You alphabet, this the thing wrong. You got to and um, everyone would always be like, Whoa, and cry. And I remember just going, yeah, all right. You got mm. it. And it really took the teeth out of him because uh-huh. he wanted to get the reaction. Yes. And I didn't give a fuck. He wanted someone to either be like, well, fuck you, you fucking asshole, or to cry. And I would just be like, all right, sure thing, man. Yeah. Because I was like, what, what am I going to get into it with this nut? And uh, it ended up, we ended up being friends. Like, it, it really um, destabled him. What do you call it? What's that word when they say, uh, when someone's hot and you, you defrost them? Thaw? No, it's you not. Him a, out. It's like a word, like a um, took the teeth out, undressed them. Uh huh. It's when you really um, decapitate. You uh, do this. See what I'm doing with my hand here? You kind of do this. Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. You cool down. Yeah. You cool them. You, uh, I know what you're getting at there, fatty. I, I know what tree you're barking. You know, when two people are fighting, they're going, oh, I'm fine. And then oh. someone comes in and. Depleted, de- desensitized, de- defund the police, generate, de- <laughs> decup, uh, de- fuck, oh, deescalate. I de-escalate. think I deescalate. I think we deesc. I would deescalate the situation by just being like, "Yeah, all right, man, I'll, I'll go alphabetize you, fucking weirdo." Yes, and we ended up becoming quite friendly. And then I got to be honest, this is bad, but like then when new people came. And he did his little thing, and they did cry. I'd be like, nah, that's nah. fun. You kind of see the fun of it. Like, sometimes people do things, and you're like, ah, I kind of get why that's fun. Sure, yeah. I think, I think there's, there's a, I mean, that's basically all of social media and canceling. It's just like, I don't feel like they actually care about the issue. It's just kind of like, all right, I got them to crumble a little bit. Right. They just want to, they want to feel strong. Yes, yes, exactly. They like the feeling, and but the way... To weaken someone that's trying to feel strong is to just be like, all right, sure. Yeah. You got it, dude. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to get that upset, but whatever. Sure, I I'll mean, alphabetize. Every, we've seen every movie where everybody's trying to like buy a girl a drink and let me take you out to dinner. Let me show you my Rolex and my cool car. And then the one guy's like, eh, whatever. I don't care. You know, whatever you want. And she's like, ooh, who's that guy? You know, it's the same shit. Yeah, but it's still got to, in that situation, it still has to be a sexy guy. Because I feel like Costanza over here. I mean, I've ignored every woman I ever met. No one ever was like, but please. That's a they good were like, point. Great. He was nice and he's not trying to fuck me. I appreciate that. I right. mean, <laughs> nobody ended up in more friend zones than me, including with my own wife. I was in a friend zone for about nine years before I finally, you know, took her bra off and kissed her nip. Yeah, yeah. Those bras are hard to get off. Sometimes it takes nine years. Yeah, it's true. I don't know why they're not all front. Give me the front bra. I know, and why is it such a? I mean, you've seen every sitcom. Why, you know, we it's 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 a hack joke now with the bra thing. Like we can't tweak this. You know, we got Uber Eats. We still got the same bra hook. Yeah, but the front bra. This is what I like about the front bra. When you unsnap it and then they leave it open like this, it looks like you know Steve McQueen with his gun on his oh, thing there. It's like that's that hot. suspendery gun thing. Yes, that I like. 
I like that too because it looks like the tits were couldn't be contained. They popped. They busted right out. Yeah, I love a nice busty bust. Ah, oh, love a bust. It's weird. Sometimes I like it. This is gonna sound. This is where I might lose you as a as a host here, but. Sometimes I like a tit in a shirt more than the tit, naked. Well, I definitely feel that way about a vagina in underwear. So let's meet halfway. Wait let's connect minute. there. But like, a vagina in underwear, there's nothing. There's nothing to see there. Oh, there's something to see. My I mean, friends. you get a just a meaty little inch uh, uh, of life in that thing, maybe. Well, there's something to smell. That's for sure. <laughs> there's something but, to smell, and there's a there's a nine volt to taste. Well, if they have. A bush. You can see the bushel leaves That's true. in there. I like That's the leaves. True. Yeah, yeah. A little shrubbery. But I'm saying I just, a pussy, uh, the underwear in that area of the body, not the pussy itself, but in uh-huh. the groin middle midsection. Yes. With underwear is hotter than without underwear. Yeah, yeah, maybe. They, something about the underwear going up on the sides and going right up the pooper and all that. It's, it's really something to see. But you're saying tits hidden better than tits revealed. Sometimes, like sometimes you see a pair of knobs in a shirt and you're like, wow, those things are bebopping and scatting all over the place. They're jumping around. It's a tight T or a tight uh, halter, whatever it is, a tube top. And you're like, wow, they look so round and great. And then sometimes you see the actual tit and you're like, "Ah, you know, I, I was good before. Yes, I definitely see what you mean. I mean, if here's how I would say it. If. You're familiar with the tit. You get to see a lot of the tit. You like that. But if you only had one option, if someone was like, hey, I'll give you 30 seconds to look at these tits free free spirits or in a T-shirt, I'd probably take the free spirit every time. Well, every time, of course. But yes, there are definitely times where uh, a T-shirt tit, even a bra tit I love because it's I got love the shape. Tit. It's You know, it's really up there in there. It's supported, yeah. And you could say the same for a, a rump. You know, some of these jeans are designed to really caress a rump and prop it up and put it on a pedestal, and then you see the rump in real life. It's got a, it's got a zit, a blemish, a, a pockmark, Norman. You know, it's uh, got a shit stain and a C-section scar a, a, and a freckle and a mole. You know, in the jean, it was, uh, it, it felt a little more polished. Well, no arguments here. In fact, I would say. If someone gave me the same option as the tit option, you got thirty seconds. You can see this ass bare or in g ge- or in panties. I'm taking the panties because, like you said, I mean, you, it's just a gamble. It's like it's like Louis's old bit about the first time you're seeing a dick. You don't know what kind of dick you're about to get. Right, it is a gamble. I've seen a lot of butts with with mud on them and and yeah. just waves of cheese whiz and. <laughs> You know those like lightning bolt things? Yes, yes. It's, what is that? Well, I don't ben, know. Ben Franklin discovered electricity down there. And one time, I think I've talked about this before, but I hooked up with a gal in Kentucky, Louisville, home of Muhammad Ali and Diane Sawyer. And she had a what looked like a paintbrush coming right out of the butthole. Just a couple really? of bristles. Yeah. And they were whew, straight as an arrow. Oh, so you mean... A br- I think like a used brush, like it had reds and blues and greens and browns. No, this was fresh from Michael's art supply store, right out of there. Hot, fresh, dark, erect, and real bristle sprouts. Yeah, yeah, just shooting. I mean, you know, the it looked like Hitler's mustache just going outward. Wow, like it was hiling. Yes, 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 it was. Well, that's and, yucky. I mean, that sounds like a bonsai trap. 
It was tough, but you know, hey, I, you know, what the hell? I was 18 beers in, and she was a nice lady, and we had a great night together. And uh, yeah, it was just, uh, just one of those things. You know, some people have a crazy cow lick or whatever, and I think she had a butt lick. Wow. Well, I mean, I enjoy licking butt, but not one with thorns on it. I mean, it was only like seven hairs, but they were just really brazen. Yeah, it's hard to get upset about that because that's uh, that's that's Mother Nature being a mad scientist. I mean, I, I, it's hard to get in there and, and fix those hairs. you got to go to a shop, and who knows how yeah. expensive that is. That's got to be triple digits, I imagine. And look, no complaints here. I was, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not knocking, not knocking the foliage. I'm just saying uh, it was, it was uh, unusual. Yeah, I wonder if you got her in the winter if it falls out. Maybe it's seasonal. Oh yeah, yeah, almost like a snake shedding its skin or something. Right. Comes and goes. Snake butt. Yeah, snake butt indeed. I mean, she was a a, a python whore, but I, I feel like if you put a, a couple of eraser shavings down and she did a few squats and wiggles and twerks, she could sweep that into a pan. <laughs> All right, what are we doing here? <laughs> um, well, I mean, uh, that, that's uh, that's some kooky business, but uh, I got to tell you a story here. I got a, I got one story. I mean, I feel like we're, I'm a little light on business here. Maybe I got, I got one a few story, things. too. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to hear it. Well, this one I think is going to upset you. It upset me, so I don't want to oh, no. preface it with, you know, you're going to be upset because I want to get your natural reaction, but I know you pretty oh, no. well. I don't want to. Is it, is, it is it a tear jerker or just a, a dick jerker? No, no, it's a like a. Gah! Oh, it's one of these. I'm nervous. I'm about, I'm about to give you a, a fist. Gah! I'm yes. gonna give you one of those here. Fist me. So, I go over. You know, Gary Veter, a new dad, frequently mm-hmm. oft mentioned fella on the show here. Yeah. We love yep. our little our little Veter, the little the little guy. You know. Good egg. Great egg, uh, and he's all leaned up i mean this guy he went over to jersey he's got a brother-in-law that's like you know one of those he's like the exercise guy with the mullet what was that guy's name oh tony little he's one of these tony littles i mean he's doing push-ups and burpees and squats (laughs) i mean veter's ripped well he's he's gary little so that works out but he (laughs) he was always a little stop he was always a little stern like he had a, a good beef to him already but i think he cut the booze out He's a dad now. I think he's just doing mini pull-ups all day. They're both wearing pull-ups. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing, but I mean, he's little. He shaved his head. I mean, he looks like a little convict. He's he's Ooh. all broad and ripped, and I, yeah. I just want to fuck him. I want to hold him down and fuck him against his will. That's how I'm, good he is. I'm picturing like a little Jewish Mac. Is it Max Cherry? He's just doing the the weights in the cell with the the, the tats on his back. You know. Wait, no, that's Max Katie. Katie, Katie. Max Cherry is the bail bondsman from uh, Jackie Brown. That's the one. Nicely to Robert Forrester. Yes. Yes. Um, so, who's just passed away? <sighs> Did Regis Philbin die? I heard that just now, just across oh. the wire. I heard a little... Man, that's a bummer. I, I mean, he's a guy I thought would go forever. I think he was 88. I got to get. I gotta be honest here. I don't want to break up the party, but I, I don't really give a shit about Philbin. I like Philbin. I like him on Seinfeld, but other than that, he's a little much, no? That guy's boncos. But I will say, <laughs> I, when I was younger and I moved to New York, the first week I said, I'm going to Letterman. You know, it was free to go to Letterman. And you got I got tickets. On Letterman was Bill Clinton and Regis Philbin. And it was fucking killer. Killer. 
I was going to say the next words out of my tits were going to be, he was fun on Letterman because he was on there. He might have been like the most often get because they just, I think he was across the street or up the stairs or down the hatch. They would just yeah. come over. Yeah, yeah. And But here's the clinker. This is what kicked me right in the taint. They go, all right, thank you. We're all applauding. Letterman's out there. He goes, that was a great show. Thanks for coming out. Tomorrow night, Larry David. I went, oh, oh you come oh guzzling Nazi. What are you doing to me? One day off. Oh, that's brutal. Brutal. Uh, but yeah, Philbin, I like, uh, he's fine, but he's 88. I mean, if he was 41, and I would have been like, oh, no kidding. Oh, that stinks. But uh, I don't have enough energy to give to Regis Philbin right now. I life. hear you. I hear you. You know what I mean? I mean, we got climate change and the, the whatevers and the whatever the what's the thing called covid pandemic yeah it's a pandemic and no one has any money and the whole thing and the the, the money is about to run out yada yada i mean philbin i can't put any i can't give him any of my points all right all right well fuck philb yeah i hope he's in hell rotting to death <laughs> i mean he's dead, whatever i didn't know he was 88 that changes everything but he was just always so spry, and he had a full head of fake hair, and he's from the Bronx, and he was always energetic. I don't know. It seemed like he had a couple more decades left. Like a big apple pie. <laughs> no, I'm sorry he's dead. I feel bad now. Now I feel All like a, right. a real jerk. Who cares? Um, but Vader's doing great. There he's alive. Go. And uh, Well, speaking of dead, should we give a little shout-out to our pal, Dr. J. Soute? Uh. I mean... That's a guy you feel sad for. He was about 48, this guy. Yeah, that's a guy you can put some energy into. This is a sweetest guy, uh, Connecticut pediatrician. He opened for me once and you uh, a time or two, I don't know, and just one-liner guy, had the wacky ties and so nice and lovey and helpful. He loved Tuesdays. He was a huge Tuesday, Patreon, queef status. I mean, we went to his house. I swam in his pool. We did a queef together. That should be out there somewhere. And what did he get? Cancer? Yeah, he had some a whole gaggle of brain tumors. Like, uh, I think we talked about it back when it happened. But yeah, he called me up on the phone. He, he, I texted him. He didn't respond. Then he called twice, two missed calls. And I'm going, I don't know. Answer the phone. Are you going to be shitting me? You're just yeah. calling me up on the phone? That's insane. And then he texted, I'd really like to talk to you, Mr. List. And that made me be like, oh, Jesus, I guess I got to call the guy. Yeah. And uh, he, he was a real nervous Nelly. He sounded all quivery and was like, yeah, I got a handful of brain tumors, inoperable, and uh, I'll see you later. I'm dying. And it's ah. fascinating yeah. to have someone be like, yeah, that's the end. Take care. I know. I know. And, uh, but and huge, huge Tuesday. And uh, well, he wasn't exactly a healthy guy. A lot of smoking and... Uh, smoking but um junk food great guy and then i went back through all of our messages and texts quite touching it's weird to read long conversations with somebody that's dead yeah yeah i know they're just up and gone all of a sudden it's time is a real cunt and i you know he was one of those guys where like he was a fan but he was also a comic uh so it was that weird line like being in his house i remember being like what am i doing here but also i like this guy but also this is this too much are we too close but also i'm having fun and yeah. it was a weird thing and then you called him and you're like you better call this guy and you know obviously i don't want to call anybody but i was like ah fuck it and we talked well he talked for like an hour and i just yeah. sat there and i remember coming back in the room and my gal was like what the hell was that? I haven't seen you in three days. I was like, ah, it's a whole thing. But <laughs> in, even in my head, I didn't think he was going to go. 
It's so funny because when you said come back in the room, I picture you putting the phone down and leaving the room, doing <laughs> some stuff, coming back, and he's still going. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it's weird, just like that. And it's like these these folks. We talked about this before, I'm sure. When people die that you don't see all the time, it's strange because you forget that they're dead. Yes, yes. You know what I mean? It's like we were seeing Doctor J every fucking every every other day. So right. Right. And, uh, yeah. It was weird, but uh, yeah, huge Tuesday. I mean, this guy huge. was a gay. Some of the messages, I went through all of our messages through the years, and some of them were like, hey, the episode's not up. What's, and it's like 6.30 in the morning. Wow. Yeah, it was weird. So, and, and huge Patreon. And like you said, he's on a couple Patreons. You can go here. And uh, yeah, sweet, sweet guy. But uh, I, I made a post about him. I tried to say that. I'm like, don't, you don't have to give me a big, I'm so sorry, condolences. I'm not devastated you're just like ah that's a bummer i mean back then it was sad when i had the the talk and it's sad that he's that he's gone obviously but uh you know i don't want people to think that uh my world is crumbling or um, right (laughs) it was just one of those ones where you're like ah good guy and uh bummer bummer and i hate to be a a chooch here but I think a lot of people sometimes will use a death in their life to get some high fives and some noogies and some likes and queefs and retweets. And I'm like, you weren't going for that. You just had a nice thing to say and you made your peace and you move on. Yeah, I got a few texts which are nice, but they're like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm at the beach. I'm okay. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's got some daughters and uh, that sucks. And and, and he's a pediatrician. So all these kids' doctor died. How strange is that? That's so sad. Yeah. And I think he had an ex-wife that really, really screwed his asshole uh, hard on some some cash. Ah, yeah. So, but uh, good guy. So, so long, Doc. And thanks for the queefs and for uh, all the love and the the laughs. Funny guy. Yes. Good guy. Praise Allah. Uh, but egg. anywho, so Gary Veter is alive, and he's yes. a neighbor. Love the guy. He's got a little little son over there, about the same size. And uh, by the way, his son is quite portly. This is a, oh really? Have you seen a photo of the kid? Not not a new one. No, I just saw him right when he had the placenta all over him. Oh, he's a he's a jumbo baby. This kid's like uh, he's playing offensive tackle for the uh, the Veters, I guess. But uh, <laughs> he's a fat shit. But uh, He's a nice-looking baby and good-looking guy, sexy Veter. So the other day, I always text him, and you never want to bother a guy because he's busy and the baby's sleeping and his wife and whatever. Yeah. And so I just I don't want to every day go, hey, are you around? But I'm always walking by his house every day. Sure. So I'll text a lot and say, I'm walking by. If you're around, no sweat. And I just tell him, open invite. I'm always around the neighborhood walking around. So we've seen each other a few times. The other day I was walking, and... I bump into him, and now I didn't recognize him at first because he shaved his head, mm. and he's all ripped plus the masks. So you don't oh. know who's who. So he's got the mask on and some groceries, and I went, Gary? It was kind of like Gary Fogel. Yeah. Um, I go, Gary? And he's like, hey. And he's in a daze. Like He's like completely out of his mind because he's up all night raising right. the baby, wiping the ass, you know, sure. eating the pussy, the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Big fan. So he goes, let me drop these uh, groceries off. My house is right here, and then I'll go walking. And I'm like, all right. Of course, you have to do the thing of like, drop them off. Come back down. Don't give me no... St- I'm standing out here for 45 minutes. You uh-huh. know how people do? You know those people that are like, I'm going to run upstairs? Yes. Then they back. make a sandwich. They take a shit. They take a shower. Yeah, yeah. Come on. Exactly. They put on their heels. So we go over there, and it's a thunderstorm coming. So I'm like, we got to make this quick. 
He goes upstairs. He lives in a fancy building. He was doing very well pre-COVID. Oh. Wow. Yeah, they had a business. They used to own a business. But mm. uh, so he goes upstairs, and I'm just standing. And this is a nice building, doorman, brand new building. Wow. I'm sitting there, and these two, you know, when you just see a cunty couple, you can tell they're cunty. Their vehicle, they have like a, a huge, what's it called? Like a Yukon? Like those huge vehicles. Sure. I think that's big a thing, right? Big gas guzzler. Like an explorer, like just like a big thing, nice, new, shiny. You can tell they're, they're, they're loaded, you know? Yeah. And they're yep. bringing out all these, you know, Yeti coolers and uh-huh. fancy suitcases. They got a baby of their own, the stroller, and they're, they're just kind of fancy pants types. Gotcha. A little well-to-do. Yeah, I don't like a fancy pants type. I know you don't. It, it strikes a chord with your uh, poor upbringing. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like the fancy pants. So they're being all fancy pants, and I'm just standing there, and they're kind of giving me the crook eye because I'm standing mm. there. It's COVID. I don't live there. They're like, who's this guy? Just right. hanging out. Right. And I don't want to be like, I'm waiting for my friend. I just kind of, ah, you guys do your thing. I didn't like their vibe. I hear you. I smell you. So then we're standing there. They're packing their car. All of a sudden, a car pulls up. Two guys, sexy guys, mm. in a shirt, no tie, nice slacks, handgun on the on the belt, Ooh. and some handcuffs. This, I've said this before. A, a suit with a handgun is just a sexy look. That's a good, I'm moist, I'm wet. It's like an undercover cop, but you're kind of above it. You're like a you're, you're like a cop with some dignity and sophistication. You're not just like the fat guy with the donut. Yes, an inspector. Yes, gadget. Or a, uh, what's the other one? Not inspector, but... Uh, detective. Detective, yeah. So somewhere in between there. So I mean, I think different, uh, what do you call it? Police... Precincts call it different things. Sure. In this town, you're an inspector. In that town, you're a detective. Same shit, whatever. So they pull up. They jump out. They go up to the door. And uh, I'm a little turned on, but a little mystified because it's two Mm. dudes with handguns on their belt. And uh, one's Asian, sexy Asian. And the other one's like kind of mookish. Okay. We got an Asian and a mook. A little like, oh, we fucking do. (laughs) So they come up. And they try to open the door, but they can't get in. The guy's like trying to hit call. They're a little frantic. Uh-huh. And he's like, "You live here." The the Asian didn't do any talking. He was the he was a ninja. He was silent. And he went. The other guy's like, "Hey, you live here?" And I was like, "No, no, I'm just waiting for my buddy." He's like, "Who live here? Anyone live here?" And I was like, "Well, my buddy's <laughs> about to come down. He's about to come downstairs like any second. He'll let yeah. you in." And the other couple's just standing there. And they got their arms folded. They're just kind of watching what's this about, you know, giving it a little little stink eye again. They gave me the stink eye. Now they're giving them the stink eye. Why don't they go up to their fucking house? What are, they, what are these weirdos doing? Well, they're unpacking for a big trip, it feels like. Aha. Uh-huh. But I don't know why they don't go back in. They're skeptical. Okay. So then I see Vitor. I go, here's my buddy. So I thought this would be funny. Gary's coming out. He sees two, like, federal agents waiting. And as soon as he opens the door, I go, get him. <laughs> I thought was really funny. But Veter, it turns out, he's on edge. He hasn't slept. He has a baby. You know, there's guns, BLM. Everything's happening. So he doesn't know what's going on. Maybe a little ganja happening as well. Exactly. So he's a little nervous. And uh, I was like, oh, so I felt bad right away because I could tell he was like, ooh. Yeah. And the guy goes, uh, you live here? And he's like, yeah. He's like, is there a concierge, a doorman or something? And and Vito's like, well, there's a door guy, but he's not here right now. And he's like, well, is the super here? Does he live on site? And Gary's like, no, he doesn't. He's like, but I have his number if you need his number. 
And uh, so he's helping out. Now, all of a sudden, this is this chaps my asshole. Mm. The, the Explorer douche. Remember those yes. guys? Yes. Yeah, Rockefeller. He, he yells from 20 feet away, you got a warrant? <laughs> now, doesn't he's, this bother you? Yeah, he's seen a movie or two, huh? He's watching too many films. He's a fucking douche. Do you have a warrant? You're like... He's not searching your apartment. It's two fucking cops that are just asking for the surveillance camera. Right. This isn't a fucking issue. It's not a fucking police abuse. They're not coming into your home and, and checking your underwear drawer, you fucking douche. Yep, they're just, yep. What, they don't even want that. Don't even worry about it. He just wants to talk to the fucking guy. You don't yeah, need we- a warrant to talk to a guy. I know, and we could be solving a rape or a murder here. Like, stay out of it, Dickless. Well, so here's the thing. So then the, the, the mook guy, his mask is all falling off. You can tell he's like, we got to wear these goddamn masks, like a bunch of queers. And so yeah. he's got one of those masks that's like hanging over here. Like, you can see his lips and his nose. I'm sure he's right. a penis. But he's like, he's- I need a warrant. Do I need a warrant? And the guy that said it, like all these types, just folds. Ooh, ah. And he goes... I, he goes, you want me to catch the guy that slashed the woman th- the other night? Ooh. Some woman was slashed in front of Sunswick Bar on 35th Avenue here in Astoria. Slashed, Mark. Slashed like Guns N' Roses. Slashed up. Not even wow. stabbed, but slashed. Wow, that's even scarier. So they're trying to get this guy, and they're like, you know, these two detective people are just trying to catch a guy who's running around slashing women with a knife and taking their shit. <laughs> yes. And they're like, oh, maybe, maybe shot in the dark, slash in the dark. Maybe uh-huh. they're, they're, he's on film on this fucking street. Let's go see if we can get the cameras of this building. And yes. this fucking douche. Do you have a warrant? Yeah. Ugh. And he's like, he goes, well, do you want me to catch this guy? And the, the kid goes, well, you didn't say that. <laughs> and it's like, we gotta fuck tell you off. Everything. Fuck off. I hated this guy. I hate him. And so, uh, you know, Vita gave the number and we just, you know, we walked to Starbucks and uh, and poor Gary was like, did I do the wrong thing? He's like, is that guy mad? Should I have done this? Because he just walked into the situation. I yelled, get him. Yeah. He's got two <laughs> two dicks with uh, cops. Dick, like detective dick. And maybe yep. dicks also. Private dick, uh, dick. And then uh, this other guy, yeah, so now he's got some people in his house mad at him for giving the number of the super to the detectives who are trying to catch a guy who's slicing women open with a knife. He's slashing gash. But here's but, the clinker. I mean, this guy's going to go back up to his giant penthouse apartment with his Yeti cooler and his Birkenstocks, and he's going to go, fucking cops down there, think they can do whatever they want. They're all pricks. They're like, what about you? Well, he also thinks I stood up to him. Like, I just hate yeah. the mindset. I hate the attitude of, like, I know what to do here, these right. cops. And, you know, I'm not saying the cops aren't fucking abusive and doing horrible things in certain situations. No question about that. I'm not talking about the greater police thing, but this idea of, like, hey, you got a warrant. Just, like, just... You're in the way. Yeah. You're in the way. I don't need a warrant to have a conversation with the fucking door guy at a building. Yes, yes. About uh, trying to solve a, a serious crime here, Fatty. Get out of the way. I'm and with also, I'm like, let's get this guy. I live in this yes. neighborhood. I walk around. My wife walks around. She's a woman. I would rather not die. If yeah. him looking at your fucking dumb 
surveillance camera in your stupid building is going to help me not get sliced open with a knife. How about you give him the fucking video? I know. Well, he wanted to be, he read one article on defunding the police and he wanted to make a stand and he stinks. And those video cameras are so clutch because when I got robbed, uh, they kept being like, don't worry, this is, the, this is the West Village. We'll just find, we'll find them on the tapes. And they walked around the whole building. They're like, I've never, I don't think I've ever come across a building in the village that had no cameras. If we had a camera, we could catch this guy tonight. And I was like, damn, that sucks. So thank God for these cameras. Wow. Well, I, I appreciate it. It's, it's one of those tricky matters where everyone's watching us and Big Brother and yada, yada. But sometimes you're like, I hope someone was watching that incident. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You're going to want to get on the Patreon, folks. Speaking of incidents, because we've been cleaning up with uh, with Stavros, and now we have Dan Soder on the last one. That Soder app was like, that was a butter, baby. It all just flowed. That was something smooth about that episode. I mean, Stavros was great, too, but that Soder one was magical. The Soder one was great. We had a lot of great topics. We talked about who would bring back to life. <laughs> For a day, yeah. and who, what, uh, what year we'd travel to, and who'd want to fuck if we were gay, and uh, it was some great conversation, good stuff. Soda was in a good mood, and just uh, one of the funniest guys ever, obviously. And, uh, yeah, and, and you, me, and Stavros had a hell of a debate on if Cher is hot, and uh, oh yeah, that was good. That was fun, yeah. and not to mention the uh, the live episodes and uh, all the queefs and the bonuses. So uh, get on there, and uh, we got the cheapest Patreon in town, I might add. You got that right, and we just lost Jay Sute, so we got a lot of shoes to fill, folks. And, yeah, pick up, uh, pick up the slack for him. Yeah, and, you know, things are kooky right now. We got a pandemic. We got women getting slashed. So uh, what you're going to want to do is get yourself some Feels CBD. Yes, sir. Tuesdays with Stories is brought to you by Feels, F-E-A-L-S. CBD. Do you experience stress, have anxiety, or chronic pain, or have trouble sleeping at least once a week? Well, you're not alone. Many of us do. I can't sleep. My head sucks. My brain is evil. I take a little CBD, just a few droppers right on the old soup cooler, and I am just off to the races snoozing. I love it. It calms me down, but it doesn't get you high, which I hate. I'm not I'm not good with the high, the weed. I'm bad news, but CBD I love. Makes me feel a lot better. I was searching for anything that would help. I discovered Feels. What is Feels? Well, it's a premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Feels natural, helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. I'm a big fan. Place a few drops under the tongue. Feel the difference within minutes. New to CBD? Well, Feels offers a free CBD hotline and text message support for all you weirdos out there who don't trust it. Give them a call. Works naturally to help you feel better. There's no high, no hangover, no addiction. Tell them about it, JoJo. Feels has me feeling my best every day, and it can help you too. Become a member today by going to feels.com slash Tuesdays, and you'll get 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash Tuesdays to become a member and get 50% off, automatically taken off, excuse me, for your first order with free shipping. One more time, it's feels.com slash Tuesdays and feel better. And another yes. thing you might want to do, and uh, you, if you're listening to the show, you know that uh, Mark and I are big fans of therapy. We love it. Tuesdays with Stories is now brought to you by Talkspace. Yes. 
Change is constant, and these days there is something new and unprecedented to grapple with every single day. It's a lot. you got to talk it out with someone. Now, folks, obviously we're a couple of real nuts, and uh, we started going to therapy, oh, a few years ago, and uh, I've dabbled in therapy throughout. As a kid, I was in child therapy, and then as uh, in my teens, and then again in my 20s, and now I've got the best therapist of all time, although he's going through some, some business. But anyways, if you want a therapist, and I know a lot of you do, you yep. can go to Talkspace. It's online therapy that's here to give everyone support because we all need it right now. They'll match you with a licensed therapist who you'll be able to reach out to 24-7. That's right. Whenever something is on your mind, you'll hear back five days a week. You know anything about this, folks? I mean, uh, Mark? <laughs> no, but I mean, this guy must be, these guys must be Tuesdays because this is right up our alley. This is such great stuff. I love it. I mean, we're big therapy nuts, as you said, and this is such an easy, convenient way to do it. You don't have to meet some weird guy in, a, in, a, in an office on 72nd Street. So this is hot stuff. I like it. We all need someone to talk to, and Talkspace wants to give us the license support we deserve at a price we can afford. Just for our listeners, you can get $100 off your first month with code TUESDAYS. To match with your perfect therapist, To go to Talkspace.com or download the app and use code TUESDAYS to get $100 off your first month. That's TUESDAYS at Talkspace.com. Thank you. Yeah. Go check it out. And by the way, don't forget, we have a Patreon thing where if we get to 3,000 patrons, we're going to do an audio commentary for the film Stranger by the Lake, the uh, gay porn thriller Hitchcockian. And yes. I think we're at like, what are we at? 2,900, 28 something. 28, so 28 and change. If we can get 100 people to join up for this thing, you're going to get a, a hell of a, I mean, treat. I mean, you haven't seen the film. It's going to be really something. I'm seeing it with fresh eyes, fresh hymen, and uh, Hitch. You put the cock in Hitchcock. I, I can't wait. I, I want to watch it. I want to talk to you about it. I want to. I want to fuck. So uh, this will be a good time. I've always dreamed of watching a man come while sitting with you holding hands. You know. Hey, hey. Well, I have a dream too, and uh, we can make that happen. Yeah. Someday this nation will reach out and come on its own back. Yes. Now I got a I got a humdinger to throw at you there, fatty boom baddie, and tell me what you think about this. All right, I'm ready. All right, so my gal, my lady, my GF, my main squeeze, she has been getting accosted on the street quite a bit. Uh oh, not slashed, I hope. No slash, no gash, but she's something about her. She's very non-threatening. Like she's a jolly New England whore, you know. She's boop boop boop. She's got a big lollipop and a bow in her hair, and she's skipping down the lane. And so I think people see her and they go, "Oh, she's ironically, she's a mark. You know, she's a target." Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is, but she gets it all the time. Like every day, she comes back like, "This guy did this to me. This guy did that to me." So I'm always like, hey, you got to keep your wits about you. I'm worried. Just just put a puss on when you walk down the street. Just kind of like mm, grimace. Just do something because you're too chipper. You're too nice. You're too cute. Something's up. People go directly towards her and fuck with her. So we had the we had the mother load last week. Uh oh. Oh, oh. All right. I thought. Would you get a boner? You moved the pillow. No, I'm just shifting. I'm getting ready okay. for the uh, mother load. So. 
She's walking down 6th Avenue, and there's a gaggle of hobos. These hobos are getting brazen in the pandemic because they got the streets. The, the streets are theirs. I know, and there's more of them because people are getting evicted, and, uh, you know, I think there might be some problems in this country. <laughs> yeah, it's going to get even worse, I think, if the pan keeps cooking. But either way, she's she's skipping down uh, 6th Avenue with a with a jump rope and a teddy bear, and this guy is with a gaggle, and he's holding a disheveled, fucked-up tuna sandwich. Like, clearly out of the garbage, half-eaten, got a maggot on it, a fly, and a cigarette butt stuck in it. And he's walking by her, and she's like, well, that's weird. And he's got, like, six... Six hobos in tow, Tobo, and he walks by her, and he goes, bah! and he hits her shoulder, and he goes, oh, he drops the sandwich, and he goes, oh, that cost me $17, oh, look what you did, you know, it's the worst acting in history, it's, just, it's an old, oldest grift in the book. <laughs> it's a grift, it's a tuna grift. Yes, too much tuna. So now she's like, oh, geez, like, I don't, what am I, an idiot, I don't know what's going on here, but... You got the white lady with the cute skirt on. You got the old black guy with a no tuna and a, and a gaggle. I mean, it doesn't look good. Bad gaggle. Yeah. She's got no gaggle reflex. And so these guys are in the back going like, oh, this guy's he loved that tuna. He was hungry, boy. He was really looking forward to that Sandy. Holy hell. What'd you do, lady? You've ruined everything. And now she's going, ah, oh, geez, I got a gaggle here. I feel bad. The tuna, the hobo, Karen, you know. God. So, she, so she's in, a, in an awkward position. So she's like, all right. So she pops open the wallet, takes out a 10-ski, and she gives it to the guy. Oh, the gaggle grift. I mean, yes. it's, it's fun to know that the grifts are coming back into the city. I mean, that's kind of fun. It's nostalgic. I get what are we going to do? Pickpocket? We're going to have a three card money? Like, where's it going to end here? What are they going to put a bucket of water over the doorway? It falls on you? It's, it's, it's getting out of hand. It's 2020. She's getting the sandwich grift. I mean, even the slash feels old school. That's Who true. slashes anymore? That's a good point. Well, I picture him with the, 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 the butterfly knife, you know, that switchblade. Yeah, we're living on the set of the sting over here. We got slashes and griffs and fucking fake mustaches. I don't know what's going on. I know. I know. This guy had a pork pie hat and a, and a weird cigar, or a little pipe thing, and he had overalls on and a, and, a, and a twig in his mouth with a stick with a bag on it. He was like, oh, Lordy B, ma'am, that was my only tuna. I look forward to that tuna all day. So what could she do? Because I was like, don't give the guy any money. You know, she told me about it later. And she's like, I had to. They were, they were eyeballing me. The, the, the gaggle was eyeballing. Wow. I wonder what would have happened if no money. Because it probably would just be some verbal business. I mean, right. who knows, I guess. But it's better to just give the money. Wor worth it to just get out of there unscathed. Right. Yeah, I felt so bad, though. I felt like a weird dad because she called me and she's like, oh, this happened to me. It was so annoying. This guy's a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. But I only brought cash. She was going to buy her lunch. She's working from home. So she was going to buy a lunch like a little school kid. And they took her lunch money. And so I had to come down and buy her a burrito. Oh, boy. These are it, strange times. And uh, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. It's, it's kooky times. People are going to get evicted, they're saying now. And we got, uh, like, we got a couple days before the money runs out. And I know. I know. Unemployment's over and all that. And... There's this 18th wave coming, and Katrina and the waves, and the green wave. It's it's brutal. I think this is still the first wave. That's what's crazy about the waves. Oh, boy. Well, 
Ah, I couldn't think of a wave joke. But, but yeah. the, um, <laughs> wavy uh, wave hair. goodbye. Yeah. Um, wavy gravy. Oh, there you go. Surfs up. Yeah, uh, uh, wave ways. That's a that's an app. Yeah, everyone pushes ways. I don't give a fuck. I got Google I, Maps. It's fine. I don't get it. I like Google Maps as well. Sometimes it'll get wonky on you, but Waze, it's too cartoony. It's very Asian. I feel like I'm playing a game. I don't like it. Like Dunkin' Donuts is like wiggling. I don't know. It's too goofy. Yeah, they're telling you, but the cops, I don't I don't need the cops. I've never been a speeder. I don't have a thing. I don't have a need to know where there's a cop. You don't have a need for speed. I mean, they're just like, heads up, there's a cop on 28. And I'm like, I'm doing 28 miles an hour. I got my hands on 10 and 2, and uh, right. my dick is soft. I'm fine. I'm wearing shoes. You know, it's fine. I don't mind the cop thing, because what, what if you're late for a gig? You're hauling ass down the highway, you know? You're like, oh, that's good to know. I guess. It's just... Uh, it just makes me nervous. I'm like, cop ahead. I'm like, shit, I always slam on the brakes, even if right. I'm doing the, the, the right temperature or whatever it's called, volume. Yeah, uh, yeah, channel. Yeah, speed. Um, great film. Yeah, but two sucked. Never saw it. But uh, hey, speaking of films, I know we talked about this on The Queef, but um, you watched that, uh, what the fuck's it called? Palm Springs. I did, yes. Uh, that's Good a stuff. hell of a picture. Very Good nice jokes. picture. I told you it took me about a, a, a you know a ten spot to get cooking. I was like, ah, oh, this is silly. Are we doing just doing a Groundhog Day ripoff? Because I'm a Groundhog douche. I love the Bill Murray. I love uh, Harold Ramis. So at first I, I fought it, but you hang in there and it really strokes your dong. Oh yeah, I fought as well. I didn't know Sam Samberg was involved. I'm not a huge fan. In fact, I would say the opposite. But he <laughs> he kept it. Kept it between, uh, you know, kept it, kept it all right, and uh, just well written, fun, funny, nice. A lot of Buddhism yeah. in there. It was quite delightful. Yes. A lot Hell of, of a Zen. Picture. Yeah, uh, J.K. Simmons is always good, and uh, yeah, good time. And it, it just built and built and built, and he almost didn't want it to end. And also, the movie's like ten minutes long. If you if you look it up, it's like, I think it's like eighty seven minutes. I love an eighty seven minute movie, and uh, in and out. Just delightful. It brought Good joy movie. to my heart and uh, come to my ass. I just really loved it. And um, I'm also, I think I've talked about it, this I'll Be Gone in the Dark, I just think is fantastic. I keep hearing great, I can't do it. It's too dark. No pun in anal. It's just too, uh, that's heavy shit we're dealing with there. And I'll do it, but I don't know, it's a pandem. Uh, my ass is bleeding. The hobo's tuna. I mean, it's the things are a little quacky right now, and I, I need a minute. Well, it's very scary. Take your time. No rush. Um, but it's a very frightening show. In fact, I might say it's the scariest show I've ever watched because it puts you in there. It's got weird music. And it's fucking with me mentally. I'm watching it. And it's about a guy that breaks into houses and, and fucks the women and, uh, you know, beats them to death with logs. And wow, they, logs. they would he'd tie the guy up and then put dishes on their back. And he's like, if I hear these dishes, I'm going to kill your wife, you know? Uh. God almighty, you know, as much as we get shit all day long on YouTube and whatnot, can you imagine the being the woman in that situation and, and dealing with that and then going on and living a full life after that? I couldn't live. Well, there's this one couple and they're sweet as pie. I mean, it really gave me the feels, not the CBD oil, the F-E-E-L-S, yes. M-L-S, um, D. A-L-S. Is it M-L-S? What's M? Oh, that's the soccer. A-L-S is the disease. <laughs> Yes, uh, ice, ISIS bucket. 
Someone might argue that MLS is a disease also. Oh. That league stinks. Well, there's uh, MS. Oh, MS, right. Then there's Multiple, MS-13. Yes. Multiple sclerosis. Multiple sclerosis. Then there's Major League Soccer. MS-13, yeah. I don't know what that is. That's the uh, Hispanic gang on the West Coast. I mean, I know what it is. I'm saying I don't... I think they're in Long Island, too. Oh, they're branching. But I don't know what it stands for is what I mean. Ah, yes, yes. Midsummer 13. I don't know. Maybe that's when he lost his virginity. Who knows? But yeah, that's that's something to Google. Give that a Goog. Maybe it's Spanish. Maybe it's, you know, Miyagi Sayonara. <laughs> yeah, 13. Mio Sosa. Catorce. Yeah, I don't know. Diaz right. Trace. But okay. So what were we talking about? Oh, yeah. So anyways, the guy breaks in, and they're talking all about it, and they do the, the music, and they have, like, audio tape of the guy being like, I'm going to kill you. What? And, uh, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Where did they get that? What's the guy on a Zoom call? No, he's leaving voicemails back in the oh, day. Oh, man. And he did it for years, and it's spooky and creepy and wild. And uh, I can't. I can't do it. I'm watching it. I'm getting the, the spookos and the creepos. I got to put yeah. Naked Gun on. As soon as it ends, I'm like, all right, that was amazing. But give me some Naked Gun for a few minutes before bedtime. Because otherwise, I'm like Vern and Stand By Me when he, when he keeps watch by the campfire. Every noise, I'm fucking pointing my gun at it. Of course. I would need every light on. I would have to watch that in the day. At nighttime, I picture a creepy nightcrawler coming up the windowsill or the fire escape and, and blowing me. I couldn't handle it. Well, here's the thing, too, because it's summertime. We only have one AC in the bedroom. The living room is like a fucking frying pan. It's Same. brutal in there. So we got the windows open and the curtains pull back so we can get any breeze. So. <gasps> It's just I'm just waiting for someone to pop in the screen, and with the AC on, it's too loud. You so you can't hear. I mean, someone could come in my back window and just make themselves at home, and that's what this guy did. He would make himself at home. He'd drink your milk and eat your cupcakes. Ah, not the milk. And fuck your wife also, which is you know kind of hot. She could use it. But uh, it's a spooky show. But then it also tells the story of uh, the the woman uh, McNamara, who's Tommy's aunt which is crazy wow i i just talked to him the other day yeah great guy funny guy and um, and she's like super cool and interesting and they have phone calls and texts between her and her husband and then now knowing she passed away so you know that she's going to pass away and so you realize she's in her final moments in these phone calls i mean it is gripping and touching and uh it's a hell of a program. I'm going to go so far as to say, this is bold. Oh, boy. Everyone knows Jinx is my number one all-time television program. Oh, boy. Besides Seinfeld, which is a different, it's not even a program. It's its own Different planet. anal. So this is, I'm going to put this as number two. I'm passing making a murderer and sucking my dick and all the strangle your wife, What all, all these bullshit shows. Nothing comes close to the Jinx. People keep telling me about the staircase, like that was going to compete with the jinx. I'm like, get <laughs> oh, out of here with that shit. Bro, blow my dad. That's done, though. <laughs> so I'm putting this number two. Staircase. All right. Wow. Number two, huh? Number two, numero do so. I'm going to guess it's better because if the jinx didn't have the tweak at the end, how great would it be? No, no. The, the the last episode is the Jinx, my least favorite. Everything about that show, the music, the mother, and the thing, and the waves, and the it's spooky, and it's so fascinating, and funny, and weird, and fucking 
The Jinx is the best. Jinx is king. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know, Fanny. We'll we'll discuss this on a on a on another day but or another gay. You know what's weird? And I know I have this obviously because the the Wire, the Sopranos, and I have to just say the shows are great. I understand they're great. They're not for me. They're not my cup of tea. I don't care for the medium, which I've been saying for years. I don't like it. But it's so fascinating because some guy messaged me or wrote to me and said, the show, that show, I'll Be Gone in the Dark is the worst piece of shit I've Mm. ever seen. That woman sucks and her ego is whatever. And you're watching, I'm watching going, what? Yeah. You ever have that when you watch something and then somebody tells you, this is garbage, and you're like, how 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 can that be? You don't how like you her? I yeah, know. Yeah, it's so fascinating to me. I find that mind-boggling, but I guess it's what makes life jizzy is because people have different thoughts, variety, spice of life, queef it up. Like, I'm such a psycho. I'll I'll read every review on my every comment on my special, and one comment will be like, "This is genius level comedy. This guy's awesome." And the next special will be like, "This guy is so bad. This is the least funny thing I've ever seen. This guy should kill himself." And I'm like, "Man, these are right on top of each other." It's so fascinating. Yeah, I mean, that's I guess that's what the arts are all about. And uh, I get. I mean, some guys want a dong in their mouth, and some guys do too. And uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I mean. I guess it makes sense because what if you were in love with my wife or I was in love with your wife or, or 20 people were in love with your wife and now you got to fight off all them? Like, you like your wife, he likes his wife. You know, it's good that we have different thoughts. Yeah, I mean, it, definitely. It's just interesting because you want to have a dialogue of like, because everything's so short now. It's tweets, Instagram, yep. text. And you're like, give me a full thing of you watch this and thought, this woman's a piece of shit. This thing's a piece of shit. I'm like, mind-blowing. But uh, I think it's a hell of a program. Yeah, yeah. Well, speaking of programs, I think we got we to gotta probably plug. We should plug your special. Well, I don't have an official release oh, date yet, it. but it's I, coming. I thought you did. Sorry. It's uh, I do, but it's not a, you know what ah. I mean? It's not a thing yet. So I don't know what the fuck. Who's, it's coming. I could tell you this: my uh, 2015 half hour is on YouTube, which is Ooh, exciting. That's yeah, fun. Comedy Central just threw that back up there, so you can go check that out. And uh, people are commenting on that. This is 20 minutes. It's 20 minutes. I'm like, the name of the show is the half hour. It had commercials. They took the commercials out. It's 20 minutes. I'm sorry. I guess it's kind of a compliment because they're like, oh, I wanted more, or this is too short. But still, it's like, hey, it's a TV program. That's how the, that's how the, that's gone for 70 years. These commenters, they're brutal. And I, I just, I'm so grateful for the people that are nice. People send you messages. They're just normal. They're like, hey, congrats on the car. It's a good car. It's going to be great. Congrats. You're a good person. See you later. You're like, hey, thanks, man. Yeah, I know. I'm at the Kansas City Improv, and some guy last night was like, huge Tuesday. I love both of you guys. I'm out. And he's like, I know you guys hate talking. And I was like, what a good egg. Yeah, you're like, appreciate that. Well, some guy, I mean, I shouldn't talk about this because it's so negative and I get all worked up. But some guy commented on my Instagram. I was like, "This, you, you beg for money on the Patreon, but yet you buy a car in full. <laughs> and I'm like, I bought a fucking used Nissan Sentra. I'm not riding around like, <laughs> like, and can I just say the Patreon, you're purchasing 
material. It's it's a you're not donating money to us. Right, right. Yeah, there's, and there's content. This idea, yeah, you're 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 listening to a free show every week for years, hours and hours and hours of free entertainment. Yes. And we mention for one minute at the end of the show <laughs> for $5 a month, you or can less. get way more material of this right. thing. Are you emailing Netflix? Who's actual billionaires being like, hey, fuck you. You bought a car. I bought a used car. I'm a poor person who made <laughs> enough money over the course of five years. I've made money for five years of my life. My parents are poor. I was poor. <laughs> my electricity got shut off. I fucking uh, gambled a whole life. No yeah. security. I lived with three roommates in a 14 foot by seven foot room for nine years. I f <laughs> fuck you, you fucking yes. loser. Yeah. It's so fucking crazy to me. And I'm not uh, begging for money. I'm mentioning that if you'd like, similar to Netflix and Hulu, which you have nine of cable. I'm sure you do all this shit. You can get yeah. more shit, you fucking douche. Yes, here, here. I mean, yeah, it's so funny. I think people people expect us to be loaded. I'm like, are, we got specials on YouTube. You can put a special on YouTube. It pays shit. I'm I, I, I'm getting yelled at on the road because I'm doing gigs. I gotta pay the rent. I'm a road comic. This is my income. So I, yeah, thank God for the Patreon. Thank God for uh, porn and and Jehovah's Witnesses and all that. But yeah, it's tough out there. We're trying to make it work. And we're yeah, if you, if you don't have money. Content. Don't join the Patreon. I know. No one's I making know. you join the Patreon. Enjoy your tons of free entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Here, here. Don't get COVID. I know. It's like, uh, it's so funny to me. I mean, someone pointed it out in the comments to him, but I'm like, it's a Sentra. It's used. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'm not, I'm not fucking rolling in it. And I bought it with savings. I had a bunch of money saved up from the fucking four years I made money. Yeah. And I, I, I don't want to bark up your ankle, but I think you went stock, right? That, that ain't fully loaded. No, I don't even know what the fuck it is. <laughs> I, I wanted a car. I got a, I got a car. And, well, uh, I'm saying it's not leather. It's not heated seats. It's no sunroof. It doesn't have a, you know, a change purse or a cup holder. Yeah, it's a whatever car. And uh, meanwhile, I'm like, half these Patreons, these guys are making 90 grand a day. I mean, I, I don't know what the fuck's going on here. I know, but, uh, Jesus. I, I also have a wife that makes no money. My family doesn't make money. I spread the money around. I'm a fucking. I'm like, just fucking eat my shorts, you loser. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't heard that term since '88. I love it. <laughs> it's just goofballs, and again, it's like uh, the American dream. I'm like, I'm like a fucking blue collar guy that pushed all his chips in and made some fucking dick jokes that people seem to like, and I got enough yeah. money to buy a used car. I'm like I a fucking know. Springsteen song, and you're like, ah, get out of here, you fucking rich cunt. I've gotten a couple messages like that, by the really? way. Really? Yeah. And uh, wow. I'm like, go, go fucking beat it. Meanwhile, my partner over here just bought a second Greenwich Village home. I'm like, go text you. <laughs> renting, renting. All right, well, also, whatever. The other, the other one is uh, pending, so I'm, I'm hemorrhaging money. I know, but, uh, you know, That's I'm my like. fault. But I got a used car. I'm getting shit like I'm fucking Daddy Warbucks over here. <laughs> I know. Have they seen your haircut? What the hell? <laughs> my wife's cutting my hair. I, we're at the used fucking furniture store furnishing a fucking apartment. Oh, yeah. Posh Mart. That's Mark. Every, I got 48 messages, by the way. It's Posh Mark, evidently. Oh, sorry. Uh, I know. Woo. I know. I'm like, well, what am I? Half a fucking, you know what? This took a turn, huh? 
I mean, I got, I'm got i inundated with messages. Posh Mark, you inundated. fucking loser. Whatever. Yeah. I'm sure I'll get 40 messages about that. But anyways, <laughs> yeah, I'm not rich. I, I'm fucking doing the best I can out here. Yeah. We're trying, folks. We're all struggling. This is a, a kooky time, and who knows if we'll ever get out of it. Maybe we'll all just move to, to Italy. They seem to have it together. Are they better now? Because for a while, they were like, we don't want to be Italy. Yeah, they were they were hurting. I mean, I saw a picture of their graveyard they had to make for the COVID people. I was like, good God, that that was a touch of reality. Yeah, it's you never know what's going on here because, you know, one day there's a freezer truck and an ice rink, and then they don't mention the ice rink again. Who knows what's going on? I don't know anything about ice. I do know that uh, <laughs> ice bucket challenge, but this is supposed to be the Summer Olympics. supposed to be right now. Right, but how much uh, of a bummer is that? What can you do? Well, we got baseball back. I'm thrilled about that. I was watching baseball last night, and it was just good for the soul. I felt yes. it through my bones, in my veins. Now batting, I'm like, I, I, I'm beaten off. Yeah, you feel it feels a sense of normalcy. That's how I feel on stage or or on a flight. I'm like, even though I'm wearing a mask, it's just just a a cunt hair of of normalness. Yeah, I just want normal. I was in the park earlier, just sitting there, and there was people all around, and it's just nice to be out with a nice breeze in your hair. And uh, it's so funny that everything's flipped. I'm in New York now. I'm like, stay away from us. Right. Nobody come here. Like before, it was like nobody. Everyone was like, New Yorkers, stay there. Don't come right. here. And now it's flipped. I'm like, nobody come to New York right now. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking big fat bummer town, and I, I want it to. To go back, and also just the internet is getting so angry because I think people are just pent up and fucking rage fueled, and people are running out of money, and the computer's right there. So it just—it's all a bummer. It's all bad news, right? What? Uh, but I heard some the HDC or HQ or ABC. Somebody has a fucking treatment coming and then someone uh, else has a vaccine coming january 2021 something uh, I, I think there's good things coming i hope i can't uh, i can't come i can't get it up i can't uh, i can't buy in any more of it because i get my hopes up and they go hey the vaccine if you cut into it it's actually a cake and uh, things are getting better and uh, i think we'll be out of this and fauci's gay and he's throwing the first pitch out and then they go two weeks later they go hey, everything fell through donald trump took a shit on a woman's chest and baron is dead and uh, the white house is crumbling i it, Biden's off the rails. I don't know what to believe. Yeah, the news is no good. You can't watch it. Every once in a while, I'm like, let me just dip in, see what's shaking, and uh, whew, it is ugly. Yeah, it's a bummer. The whole thing's I think a bummer. We'll be, I think we'll be fine. They're going to get a bill, get some more uh, stimuluses going, and I think mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, we'll figure it out. It's downtown. This is, this is what it's a, it's a hard time. Yes, yes, hard time. Well, what do you know about the Hong Kong flu? Hong uh, Hong Kong flu. I don't know what that is. In the in 1969, there was the Hong Kong flu. It killed about a million people. This is during Woodstock. This is during MLK. Well, that was he died in '68. But it was you know it's shit's going down. You never saw one photo of a mask or anything. Big pandemic. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about that. Uh, Isn't that weird? Know. Just there's a huge pandemic, kills a million people, just comes and goes. No one brings it up. No one. Your, your parents lived through it. They never mentioned it. But did it kill a million people in China or Hong Kong? No, worldwide. Interesting, because I don't. Uh, it couldn't have killed that many people in America because. Nah, not we would have heard of it because we did hear of 1918. Certainly, I'm aware of that. Yeah, that one killed way more. It's just weird that this one. This one 
caught and and is is so crazy and killing everybody. But the other one in Night Six and I just kind of came and went. Nobody nobody talks about it. Hmm. I gotta do some research. I don't I don't know much about it. Give it a Google. Let me know what what sticks up your urethra. All right, I'll do some Googling. We got to wrap it up here. My back hurts. I got, I got to get a better place to podcast. I sit in the bed and I slowly slouch. Yeah, Dr. yeah. Slouchy. Office chair is good. Stack a couple of books. Throw the uh, laptop on a desk and uh, take your pants off. Um. Well, what do you got going on? I got that Royersford gig this, fr- this Friday. Holy shit. I might drive oh, nice. to it. It's nice. uh, me and Steve Rogers, Soul Joel Comedy Club and Lounge. And uh, it's this Friday night in Royersford. I can't say that word. I guess I can, but it's a weird-sounding name. It's a tough word, yeah. Royersford. I'm I'm there on August 5th, so I'm gonna be uh, picking your uh, your butthole about how that goes. And I hear it's killers. John Donnelly said it was great, and it's a good setup and socially queefy and all that. So, yeah, I'm excited. Then I'm opening for Bert all over the drive-through, drive-in movie theater, all over the country in the bus and. You got to check out his promo video on his Instagram. If you haven't seen it, this guy, I mean, he's living the life. He's out there shooting a bow and arrow. He's whitewater rafting. Then he's hang gliding. Then the gigs look amazing. Everybody's tailgating all day. And he's finger painting. He's got his shirt off. He's got a slingshot. It just looks incredible. Uh, I'll check it out. I love Bert. I, uh, I'll have to reach out to him when this special comes out. I got to do that thing where you reach out to everybody you've ever met and ask to do their show and stuff. Hate the reach out, but you got to do it. Oof, it's tough. I got oh, to tell you a funny story about this remind me to tell you after we get off air it's an off-air story but it's a fun oh, one i love You'll an aos it. but Wait, um OAS. yeah big things coming uh join the patreon if you have the means yes don't yell at us for no reason you don't have to join the patreon you can get some enjoyment from us more of it and you'd also <laughs> be helping us Yes, there you go. No pressure, no uh, gun to your head there, folks. Live your life and uh, keep it classy. Yeah, so, I also want to say thanks to the 75 people that messaged me or were like, hey, fuck that guy, you're great. One guy, how about this? One guy Venmoed me, and he's like, here's 10 bucks for gas. Fuck that asshole. Enjoy the new car. Congrats. I was touched. I got a twinkle, a, a, a tear in my eye. That guy's a fucking mensch. Wow, that guy. I wish you knew his name. We got to give him a shout out. And part of this, by the way, is all this internal thing of wanting to impress your parents. You feel like an adult. I've never made a decision and bought a thing or had money to buy anything. And I, my first car, I own a car. I've driven nothing but hand-me-downs from dead grandparents. I literally ran out of dead grandparents. So I'm like, I'll never have a car again because I have no other grandparents to die and right. then I get their shitty 87 Buick Century was my fucking previous car, you fuckstick. Yikes. And uh, yeah, you just feel good. And so I get triggered because some asshole thinks I'm fucking, you know, uh, fucking who's that guy that raped all the kids there? He's Cosby. in the news. No, Epstein. no, the kids. Epstein, Epstein thinks I'm Jeffrey yeah. Epstein with my own private island. Right. right. My own private Idaho. But any jizz. I'm back to that again. Sorry, I got triggered. No, no, I get it. It's, it's definitely hit a nerve in your in your cooter there, I see. Yeah, but well. I get anyways. it. Anyways. <clears throat> Good for you. You bought a car. It's a huge accomplishment. You should be proud of yourself. You should be happy. And fuck that guy. And drive like the wind, I say, fatty. Oh, I'm driving, baby. But anyways... Uh, I don't remember what I was going to say, but anything. But uh, 
Check out uh, my half hour on uh, Comedy Central's YouTube. Subscribe to my YouTube and uh, keep an eye out. I'll be on some podcasts coming up. And uh, check out my other podcast, Mindful Metal Jacket, also free. And uh, doing a lot of work for free. Yep. And, um, yeah, check it all out and uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. Stream our old albums and, you know, that's it. Yeah, and praise Allah, and thanks for watching, and tell a friend. Thank you, and we'll see you in hell.